Happy New Year! Welcome to the South Carolina Business Review. This is Mike Switzer. Today is our final excerpt from the most recent University of South Carolina Darla Moore School of Business Economic Outlook Conference. Today's excerpt comes from South Carolina Representative Gary S. Brewer, Jr., during the panel discussion on the coming infrastructure expansion and its role in South Carolina's long-run economic competitiveness. The more money that we put into infrastructure and the more money that we put into water infrastructure, the better quality of life our citizens have. When companies look at South Carolina, they come here for the people of South Carolina. You know, the people are the reason why, why companies select South Carolina. Well, we're going to lose the people if we don't have the quality of life. You know, when, I, when I was a kid, I look at exit 199 and some of them go, we used to ride horses out there. If you rode a horse out there today, you'd get hit by a truck, and that wouldn't be good because there's just so much that's going on. So we've got to continue to make sure that we have money coming in to be able to build the roads, to be able to put the water out there, to keep attracting the companies, to keep our people employed. You know, they keep talking about economic downturns all the time, and, and Joey probably knows better than anybody. He's, he's the smartest guy when it comes to, to economics than anybody I've ever met. But South Carolina's kind of weathered some of these, these bubbles because of the way we've been able to diversify. You know, I think it was in 1992, uh, the, the, the Navy base closed in Charleston, or announced it was going to close in Charleston. I remember standing in my dad's front <coughs> store, and I remember Senator Fritz Holling standing on there saying, we've lost the Navy base. And I can remember looking at my dad right then, and my dad said, we've lost this furniture store. And daggone if he wasn't right. He ended up having to close the furniture store, and, and that, Charleston was so dependent on that Navy base back then. But now, look at Charleston and look at what it's become. Good gracious, it's got everything under the sun from car, tech, military, any, anything, infrastructure companies out there. We, we've become, begun to diversify tourism. So it's important that we have the infrastructure to continue to, to, to attract these different types of companies so we can weather these storms that are out there and improve our quality of life. How important is investing in coastal resiliency? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's something that you don't hear many people talking no, about. not at all. Right? Around Charleston, we're talking a little bit about it because we're talking about a billion-dollar seawall. There's things we have to look at. We can't deny certain things, and we can't run from certain things. We have to take care of what, ha what we have. I love the upstate. I love Columbia, I love Ori, but man, golly, Charleston's the most beautiful place on earth. It's home, right? And we have to make sure we continue to protect it. And I think that we have to continue to look at everything out there. There's not going to be one fix, and we can't get hung up on one fix, but we have to look at where we're going to get our most bang for our buck. And, we, and it takes people like yourselves. I can promise you this, I'm the dumbest individual in this room, right? And y'all are way smarter than us, but it, it, it takes people like y'all to be able to come to us and have the courage to stand up and say, hey, look at this. Think about this. Be a part of this. Because our resiliency programs from Merle's Inlet down to, to Buford, I, I can't really tell you many, many counties or cities that really have anything substantial um, because we're so busy trying to figure out how we're going to get water to places and we're so busy how we're going to try to get traffic out of Charleston. There's a lot, there's a lot of things people are dealing with every day and they're not thinking about, all right, what happens if the next Hurricane Hugo comes in? What, where, where are we going to be? Where's Charleston? What's Charleston going to look like? Where are we going to be? Charleston going to be in, in, in 50 years, 100 years. 
if you talk to any politician in the state of South Carolina and they say they don't want to improve your roads, they don't want to be in office anymore, right? If they don't want to improve your water, your broadband, they, they, that's somebody that's not looking to be in office now. Everybody's going to tell you that they want to do what they can to be able to put more money behind it. We have to look at the fact that we don't have that extra $2.5 coming in from ARPA anymore. You know, there's federal money that comes in all the time, but what, what is the stipulation to get that federal money? Is it going to cost us time? If it's going to cost us time, well, look at the inflation that we've already had. Mm -hmm. it, it, does it equate to be able to get most bang for our buck to bring in a federal, a federal a grant, federal money that may push us out 10 years? Who knows? I, I don't know the answer to that. But I can tell you our legislature is, is very, very willing to work to put money where we can. You've been listening to South Carolina Representative Gary S. Brewer, Jr., speaking at the recent USC Darlamore School of Business Economic Outlook Conference. We will have a link to the conference posted at our webpage so you can learn more, SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org, where you can hear this show again. And remember, you can find us wherever you find podcasts. With the South Carolina Business Review, this is Mike Switzer. The views expressed on the South Carolina Business Review do not necessarily reflect those of South Carolina Public Radio.